the Slay Girl Slave podcast, a space created for women of color who are fearless in their pursuit of getting anything and everything she wants out of life. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe and transforming her life. Sit down with me, grab your earphones, turn me up in your cars, and let's have some well overdue girl chat. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and this is the Slay Girl Slay Podcast. Hey girl, hey, we are back with another episode of the Slay Girl Slay podcast and this week's topic is just a little bit different, partially because one, I think it's a very important topic that we all can relate to at any point in our careers and two, this topic is ongoing for me because I'm still learning how to navigate through it. So this week I wanted to tackle being a black woman in the workplace. Now, I can only speak from my experiences and the experiences of those who have reached out to me and just the general knowledge that I've gathered in conversation with friends. So at any point, if you disagree with me or what I have to say, shoot me a note, send me a message and uh, let me know your thoughts. Um, But this topic is not discussed enough, I think. And based on some of the things that I've gone through and some situations that I've seen other black women get involved in, I think we definitely need to talk about it more. There is absolutely strength in numbers. And although this one podcast or that one conversation with your girlfriend might not change your entire situation if you have one, but at the very least, it's coming out into the open. We are learning that we are not alone in these situations and just talking about it out loud could potentially foster change in the future. So let me just preface this episode by saying there are many different things that happen in the workplace that go unnoticed or unaddressed, whether you are male or female, black, white, Hispanic, gay, lesbian, I could keep going. Um, But for the sake of this podcast, there are a lot of hidden things that go on as it relates to being a black woman in the workplace. We are already different, but before we can even sit down at our desk on the first day, we are judged on our appearance, our hair, our intellect, our body types, our backgrounds, and even our personalities. Now, the job might be great. You might get really good perks, some bomb type of insurance plan. You can work from home a couple of days a week. You go to happy hour. I mean, it's a legit gig. But in the back of your mind, you're thinking, yes, it's a great gig, but I don't get treated fairly. Or this is bomb, but I get addressed differently than the other people on my team. Or my favorite, why are there no opportunities for me to grow like there are for the rest of the people that I work with? Some of us are not just the only woman, but the only black person on the team that we work on. And I I really have to give it to my dad um, and give him kudos for talking me through this part of my life. My dad is very much a straight, no chaser, leave your feelings at the door or don't come in type of man. And growing up, especially my high school and college years, I was more likely to call my mom when I was upset about something because I knew my dad was not having it. And he told me from a very young age that no matter how much you work, no matter how many degrees you have or how much you think you deserve, you will 
always have to work 10 times as hard as the person next to you because you are a black woman. And back then I'm like, yeah, okay, daddy, cool. But today, I mean, I I have gone through phases in my life where I was so checked out and really over my work situation. And I had to tell myself that every single day. I have a girlfriend who is more like a mentor to me and her and I have um, a lot of conversations around this very topic. And I laugh because one day she said, girl, I should have went into law. I'd take some of my girlfriend's cases pro bono because of what they've dealt with in the workplace. And you know what? I had to sit back and think about it. Like, why is this a thing? Why, when we go to our places of work, which is where we spend 50% of our day, if not more, hello, overtime, um, dealing with issues that are not even work-related, issues that are directed to us. And we don't talk about it until we're on the phone with our girlfriends later on that night or after the second drink comes during girls' night. So I remember... This one time I was at my desk and I am over three years into my role at this point and an opportunity came up that I was well qualified for. The opportunity was in another state, same type of role, no title change. Literally the only thing that would be different is what building I was going into every day. So I applied for the new opportunity, which I got guidance from my my manager at the time to apply um, so that I can get the application process started. So I did everything I was supposed to do, and three weeks later, I got an automated email letting me know that not only did I not get the position, but my application was not even considered. I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I pressed play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcast. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's Textures and Tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists, and it was created 
made with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. I didn't hear anything from my manager after I got the automated message and I had to reach out at the very least just to get some feedback as to what had happened. So it was then that I found out that my colleague ended up getting the position also with guidance from my manager who I was still waiting to get a response back from. And the real kicker is this is not the first time that this has happened to me. So of course, You know, I get on the phone, I'm calling my dad, I'm venting, dad, you won't believe this, I'm killing it at work, and you know, I've been doing this over three years now, I'm doing a great job, my mid-year and my annual review every year has been great, why do I keep getting this door shut in my face when I want a new opportunity and I'm putting in the work that's required, why? Why do they keep shutting the door in my face? His only words, and I kid you not, were, What did you expect? What did you expect? Because you are more quote unquote reserved. You are considered not a quote unquote team player because you have two degrees overqualified and the girl who didn't even go to college just got promoted before you because your parents didn't pay your way through school and you didn't go to an Ivy League. So how smart are you really, Ash? Do y'all hear me? Don't get me wrong, it's not always cloudy skies, but it's not always peaches and rainbows either. I've seen some of the most beautiful, intelligent, and creative Black women cry in the bathroom stall because they didn't know what to do. They didn't know who to talk to or have anyone to talk to. They didn't feel supported in their place of work because they loved their job, but their job just didn't love them like it loved everybody else. Trust me, boo, I've been in the bathroom stall once or twice myself. So what do you do? You may ask, you know, Ash, how how do I combat these type of things on my day to day? I already have a ton of stuff going on at home or in my personal life. I can't deal with it. My answer to you, yes, you can. Yes, you absolutely can. What I've gathered in these situations and conversations I've had with many, many other black women and who have experienced these same type of things is you have to identify what your priorities are. What are your priorities? Do you want to stay and climb the corporate or business ladder? Do you seek leadership where you currently are? Is that not a priority to you? Is it just to make ends meet? Are you working on a business in your free time and this is just a stepping stone to get you there? Is this just a means to keep the lights on in the house while you're working on something else, something epic? Whatever it may be, Get your priorities straight. If you know you're only going to be there for a short time because you got bigger and better things, then by all means, boo, bite the bullet. Write that two weeks notice and look at it every single day as a reminder that your purpose has yet to be fulfilled. If you want leadership and, and to be that girl boss that I know you all are, maybe it's having a conversation with your manager or the leadership above you about why you're not happy, why you won't take this type of treatment. You, you may not have the power to change people's minds about you, 
but you definitely have the power to find another job that values you and the work ethic you put in. Giving you extra vacation time or flexibility in your work date or fun financial perks are great and they're all cute, but nothing amounts to the respect you deserve like everyone else you work with. I also recommend you surrounding yourself with good people at work and at home. Not everybody is evil and not everybody is out to get you. Remember, you have to check yourself first and make sure you are not adding to the situation. And the best way to do that is asking a close friend, um, someone that will check you and say, well, you know what? You are doing well, but you also have a bad attitude every day. And I don't know, that's just an example, but I have a very small group of friends, especially work friends that I confide in. And sometimes they don't understand fully what I'm going through at times. Um, And actually that's most of the time, but they are there to listen. Um, I can trust that not everything I say to them will end up being said somewhere else. And and that's up to you to decide um, who you trust at work to tell that to. So The reality is people will always be threatened by your work ethic, your intelligence, your beauty, and that melanin goodness that God blessed you with. And that is not your problem. People will not understand you, purposely try to hurt you, and stand in the way of your blessings. But you should rest easy because there is nothing that can stand in the way of what God has ordained for you. Nothing. No high-powered executive, no manager, no colleague that thinks he or she knows what's, what they're doing and they don't. At the end of the day, when people do you wrong, they don't answer to you. They answer to God. So let them do that. Let them do what they need to do. Let them think that they got it going on and say what they need to say, because it may seem like they have you now, but stay focused, keep going, know what your priorities are, because you will always win in the end. All right, girl, that wraps us up for another podcast. It would mean the world if you guys could leave a comment in the comment section with your thoughts on the Slay Girl Slay podcast. And even more, if you would subscribe, send me an email with any topics or feedback on today's podcast. I'd love to hear from you. And you can always find us on Instagram at Slay Girl Slay or come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. Until next week, we will absolutely chat soon. Peace.